millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dan. Have you ever, like, just been thinking for whatever reason you wanted to play a specific game? Um, and every time you think about that game, uh, you always forget that you don't actually own that game. Like, we're talking board games here. Have you ever had a situation like that? Yeah, like, I always want to play Sorry, but then I remember we don't have Sorry. Okay. For me, it was Risk. For the last couple weeks, I mean, with this whole, uh, this whole lockdown thing, we've been doing more family game nights. I love it. Kids, lo- or my daughter loves it. Wife, mother-in-law love it. Um, but every time they're like, what do you want to play? I'm like, let's play Risk. And I have no idea why I can't remember that we don't have Risk. But the other day, or this morning, I, I broke down and I went out and I bought the game Risk. So the next time we have a family game night, we can play it. And uh, I get it home and I'm, you know, showing my wife and I'm like, hey, we got Risk now. I'm excited because we can play it. My mother-in-law is like, well, maybe you were going to get that for Father's Day and you ruined it. Man, Dan, I don't want to wait until Father's Day. That's all the way in June. The world could be over by then. Exactly. So what I told her to do, as well as for my entire family, that my only Father's Day gift, the only thing I really wanted this year, was for them to pick up some swag for me from what? Beyond Terrestrial's <laughs> Public page. You, you told your family to buy podcast merch from I us? Did. I did. Oh, you guys are going to look so cute. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> Lee, let's start the May Freeform episode. Welcome back to the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast, your home for the strange, the macabre, the conspiratorial, and all things supernatural. And matching family t-shirts! Woo-woo! Heck yeah! I, I am one half of your hosting duo, Mr. Dan Martson. I am recording just down the road from where Robert Johnson made his infamous deal with the devil. And as always, my co-host and a snazzy dresser, Mr. Lee Eric. Hey guys, how's it going? It, I'm back. Everybody, I am so excited for today. I'm Lee, as always, coming to you from the Haunted Barn Studios in the Bell Witch's Backyard. And today we are doing our May Freeform episode. Does everybody know what a Freeform episode is? Dan, maybe we should refresh them. Yeah, guys. So we do three shows a month on specific topics, delving into obscure history, paranormal events, UFOs and aliens. And then uh, we like to take one show a month and just kind of decompress, talk about. Uh, the response we've gotten to those shows. 
talk about some news stories and other podcasts, what's going on in our lives, things that are coming up. Absolutely. And I love the Freeform episode. It's a fun time to just you know, put something out there that's you know less edited. It's just more having some fun. So, Lee, we did three shows in May, and we've gotten a really good response. The first show we did was on Pop Culture Plagues, a roundtable with Zenger from the Zing This podcast. Shout out to Justin. Also, Ryan was on that show from Rumor Flies. I love Rumor Flies. That's a great conspiracy show. Uh, So we had a great time talking about coronavirus conspiracies. Then we rolled into Azorian, the tale of the Glomar Explorer, the raising of the Soviet nuclear submarine, the K-129. And we polished it off with the simulation hypothesis part du. Part du. That's French for The two. simulation hypothesis part dose. Dan was trying to convince me that we weren't in a simulation. I'm not convinced we aren't, but I'm also not convinced we are. There's a lot of things I'm not convinced about right now. So uh, <laughs> there's that. Just unconvinced <laughs> altogether. Well, pretty much unconvinced. You could you could you could call me whelmed. <laughs> I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not underwhelmed. I'm just whelmed. Just plain flat out whelmed. That's good, Lee. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty convinced that reality is real. I think it gives it just that little bonus of meaning that it's real. It's real to of, me, damn it. Of, so that's all that counts. Of course you are, because you're a government shill. <laughs> I, and, I, and the only reason we can afford to do this podcast is because Dan's a government shill. Right. So. I tell people I'm working <laughs> from home, but I'm actually changing the batteries out in the birds, in the surveillance birds. <laughs> they land on your windowsill. <laughs> That's what that weird like contraption was on your window. Yeah, I got a fenced-in backyard. The neighbors aren't that nosy. It's perfect. 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 So, Dan, I hear you've got some news stories. And while we were talking, I came up with one for myself. Um, so I'm excited to get into the topics. Dan, why don't you start us off? All right. Well, I got a couple news stories. The first one is just a quick one, Lee. It's something that I'm really excited about, and it's coming up, which should be the day after this drops, I believe. May 27th, SpaceX Crew Dragon demonstration number two launching from Cape Canaveral, Florida, the Kennedy Space Center. So that's the one that that's actually a crewed ship. Yes. Like there's there's a crew on it. This is going nice. to be the first time that America has launched Americans from American soil into space since the space shuttle program ended. That seems so strange to me that it, it's been that long since we've launched Americans from our own soil into space. It's it's just to me, it's kind of crazy. Like, it seems weird because we still have. Um, we still have Americans in the space station and they haven't been up there this whole time. They've been changing out occasionally. Uh, so it's just a little strange. Now I get it. We're, we're sending them up with our allies and with some of our, um, I guess friends in this international space race, I guess. Yeah. I mean, mostly from Russia. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> it just seems strange to me. It's a testament to how poorly the end of the space shuttle program was brought about and the massive uh, funding shortages that NASA goes through. I mean, it's very hard to plan this sort of thing out. There really does need to be a advanced plan and guaranteed funding for them to do the really advanced stuff that they want to do. Well, and going into that, actually, it it's great. And um, I feel like this is a great segue. I today was talking with one of my friends, and I'm not going to mention him, and he had put up a thing on uh, on the Facebook that uh, it, was a, it was a YouTube video, and you know how some of your YouTube videos are just, just great. This video was highlighting these two uh, statements, one by Barack Obama and one by a representative from NASA, and it's basically saying, how is it that NASA is treating it like we've never gone to the moon? And, and really... What it's what it's highlighting is the fact that NASA has mentioned a few different things about leaving uh, near Earth orbit or basically passing through the Van Allen belt. Uh, the Van Allen belt is a um, an area of high radiation. And in this interview that NASA representative is saying uh, it is uh, it is difficult for us to travel through the Van Allen belt uh because it has the potential to mess with a lot of different things, including electronics. And the the conspiracy-minded or conspiracy drive with that was that, oh, well, then obviously we must not have gone to the moon in the first place. And while I love conspiracy theories, I absolutely love them, I feel like in, in certain ways there's, the context was not taken correctly. He was explaining the hurdles we have to come come up, get over because in 50 to 60 years, we haven't traveled as far or we haven't traveled anywhere near the moon. We haven't traveled through the Van Allen belt. And when when I, I did respond and I said, hey, look, I, I'm thinking that maybe the context isn't there entirely in this video. Uh, big problem with YouTube videos and with, well, news channels in general um, or news in general is they they take only the snippets of statements that they want um, so that that can be interpreted in many different ways. So when I looked at this one, I thought, well, so he was probably looking at it and saying, you know, that's a difficult thing. I rebuttaled uh, my, fr my friend or I rebuttal the, the argument there that if, if we haven't done it in over 50 years and when we did do it, uh, it's estimated that the power, the computing power that they use, was something comparable to a, to a, like a calculator, and uh, if you think about it from that that way, it's two different technology. It's analog, dials and switches and hydraulics and stuff like that, and digital. That Van Allen belt poses a threat to us now because now everything is ran by a digital computing system. If you're if you're hypothetically sending a probe through the Van Allen belt that's unmanned, all you got to do is shut it off, let it coast through, right? You can't shut off a manned vehicle. You have to keep that thing operating. Um, otherwise, the men inside the vehicle could potentially die. Uh, so they have to figure out how to shield the, the electronics from that issue. Uh, there was statement as well about the heat and other things like that. 
that's probably a back burner issue for NASA. They they definitely mention it because it's all re-engineering. If we went out today and tried to build something that was tried to build a crossbow with medieval um, technology, it would take us some time to figure it out. That's exactly the thing. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean we can't go to the moon again. It just means there's still going to be hurdles for us to go to the moon because we haven't done it in 60 years. We haven't continually been improving our equipment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, If we had after 1969 or 1974, whenever they stopped going to the moon, just kept mm-hmm. incrementally building our capacity to go further and further into space with manned missions, we'd be in a lot different place than where we are right now. And it would probably not cost as much money, to be completely honest. Probably not. And and I think that that's a big misconception that a lot of people have when they say NASA says that it would be difficult to get there. It It's going to be difficult to get there. It was difficult to get there then. Back then, they were a little bit more willing and to fly, you know, by the seat of their pants and strap their asses to a rocket with an oxygen tank and see what happens. We tend to be a little more cautious nowadays. Right, right. Well, Godspeed to astronauts Bob Benkin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And Doug Hurley. I hope this launch goes really well and we can hand off these space taxi missions to old Uncle Elon and he and SpaceX can just make a pile of money doing real simple work for us. And eventually we can get a man on Mars. Uh, yeah, I really hope we do get a man on Mars at some point. In my lifetime. Exactly. Exactly. I had a birthday this month, Lee. I'm 34. I'm not getting any younger. You're not. You're not. <laughs> it's okay. So. I feel old too. <laughs> I I think right. I think this whole uh corona pandemic has probably aged you a few years, Lee, working in retail. I feel like it probably has. Oh man. I was going to the worst place in the world and I didn't even know it yet. Oh man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that that face you made, I wish the listeners could see. So <laughs> so knowing. <laughs> Have you <laughs> so poignant? Have you ever seen somebody that came back from war and they're just having a flashback to some horrible memory from <laughs> from that time? Yeah, that was very similar to the face I made. Yeah, like, you you had that thousand yard stare, man. You were just out of it. I was just out <laughs> of it. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, on that note, everybody, the coronavirus has been good to me so far. I haven't captured it. Um, captured caught i prefer captured that's how if i ever catch the coronavirus i'm gonna say i captured the coronavirus <laughs> you captured it and then you wrestled it into submission exactly unless i die and then i captured it and it won yeah <laughs> yeah everybody we're all out there wearing masks hopefully everybody that listens to this is uh wearing a mask and being considerate of uh, their fellow people on that note Guess who carries masks in their <laughs> T public page? Oh! You can get a mask with our logo on it in many different styles. Every shirt, ha- every shirt logo also has a mask to match. Guys, if you send us a picture of your uh, Beyond Terrestrial mask, we'll give you a shout out on the show. 
Absolutely. Well, Lee, after that little plug, why don't we take five and have a quick break for a little message from our friends at Fourth Hand. Good evening, ma'am. Hey, y'all. What can I do you for? Can I have a glass of Chardonnay? I'm sorry, darling. We don't serve that here. Any Merlot? I'm pretty sure you don't want these feet going nowhere near them grapes. Alrighty. How about a craft beer? Oh, yeah. We got plenty of craft beer. Which one you want? No, not craft beer. Craft beer. Oh, no. Hell no. I'm, I'm pretty sure the bar down the street serves that. Okay, well, what do you serve? I'm glad you asked. Welcome to the Backwoods Barcast. We serve up moonshine, cheap beer, bottom shelf liquor, and stories even harder to swallow. Join Nick. And Brittany. And the janitor, Stephen, as we discuss southeastern mysteries and mayhem, including but not limited to UFOs, true crime, the paranormal, and much more. So knock four times, grab a stool, let the bar talk commence, and as always... Drink more beer. Welcome back to Beyond Terrestrial Podcast. We were just talking about Uncle Elon sending our uh, American astronauts into space from American soil. And how patriotic is that? USA. We are going USA, into the month of USA, June. USA. Oh, Lee, you weren't chanting. USA. Lee. <laughs> I was trying to get on beat, Dan. You're going to <laughs> you're gonna have to sync that up in post. <laughs> Everybody, we love the United States of America. and uh, Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, huh? Dan, I don't know where we're going with this. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, that's all there is to say, Lee. We love America, and that's a fact. That's a fact, that's a fact. Jack. That is a fact. Tell us a little bit about what's been going on with the pod, Lee. I'm interested. We have gotten several reviews, Dan. Several reviews. Several. Some good, some reviews. bad. You, you know what? Hit them up, Lee, because I'm I have a theory about the bad one. Give us the bad one first. All right, hold on just a second. Let me make sure I I do it right. I got to get into this this here new iPhone that I had, um, so I can see those reviews. Ooh, so fandangled. Oh no, it's a hand me down. Don't don't feel like we've got like piles of money guys if you want to send money to us please do (laughs) (laughs) you know you know what lee i was i was talking with you earlier about it and i mentioned it to some other people i don't own any apple stuff i'm not an apple person and it's not that i don't like the stuff i'm sure they make a great product it's just that i have to draw a line somewhere i've already given all my information to all of these companies and I just can't give it away to one more. Like, okay, Samsung, you got me. Okay, Facebook, you got me. Okay, Google, you got me. Apple, you ain't going to get me. 
You ain't. All right. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven new reviews this month. That is a record for us. I'm so excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, now there there was a hard spot. There was our the first new review of the month was a little rough. It kind of beat us up a little bit. It says awful. It's one star, titled awful. Wait, let me read it as written. No stars from me. Just awful. Hosts and guests are childish and misinformed. Wow. You know what, Lee? This review came in right after the Corona Conspiracies show dropped. And I'm thinking someone didn't appreciate our takes on Corona Conspiracies. You know what? You're probably right. Honestly, if you go back and listen to that show, it's pretty childish. (laughs) We're definitely misinformed, um, but we have we have never once claimed to be journalists, Lee. Never once. We've never once claimed to be good researchers either. So like, we, we are storytellers. Exactly. To to the person that gave that review, we appreciate your input. If you would like to let us know more about your thoughts, um, please send that in an email. Maybe not. Another review. Uh, the the reviews kind of hurt us a little bit. Uh, we are happy to take criticism through email, um, if at all possible. But we love your input, regardless. Beyond terrestrial official at gmail dot com. Exactly. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. There you go. All right. So here we go for the good ones, though. Solid show. Give it a listen. If you're looking for a lighter take on paranor- on the paranormal and conspiracies, this show is worth a subscription a spot and a spot in your weekly rotation. That was from RoboHobo HD. Yes, thank you, RoboHobo. I like that name. We had an update from our friends at Happy Horror Coffee Break. Um, and I'm going to leave that one alone, but they updated. It's still five stars, so we're just going to leave that one alone. Uh, the next one is... They wouldn't let me give it a seven from Bobby Blades. Bobby Blades and the Inhuman Podcast. The Inhuman Experience Podcast. Yes, we love there those guys. Go. Bobby Blades, Bobby Anthem. They've got a cool show, man. It's pretty funky. And, oh, here we go. Here's a little behind-the-scenes stuff. We're working on a little project. We might have those guys on the show. Merber. So I gave it five stars. These guys are always fun to listen. Keep up the great work. You Love it. All, all of these are five stars. If it's less than five stars, I'll tell you. Dan and Lee did a great job on their creepy pasta episode. They're funny and easy to listen to. And that was from Caitlin. E.C. Caitlin. Thanks, Caitlin. Thank you. You rock. Excellent show. Easy listening. And that's so important for a pod. Keep it up. That's Taft 79. Easy listening. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the smooth (laughs) sounds of Dan and Lee on the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast. Your number one (laughs) easy listening paranormal podcast. Killer show. It's a great light show like Miller Light, which has heart and jewels. I'm pumped for the new stuff they will be releasing because the older episodes are gold that's from triple g 
podcast. Triple G, thank you. Hey, um, yeah, you know, I've never thought of our show like a beer, Lee. If this show was a beer, what kind of beer do you think it would be? Are we doing it by person or by um, by overall? Just you know what? Just anything. It could be any alcoholic drink you can think of. Just anything. Just the whole show. The whole show. Yeah. I'm thinking something like a Leinenkugel Summer Shandy. I don't know why. Really? Like, you know, just a little bit of sweetness. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. You know, that actually is kind of nice. Uh, maybe it's because it's uh, good weather and you're thinking summertime barbecues, huh? You got the grill that, on the brain. That might be. That might be it. There may be like other like during the winter months. I'll be more like ah, you know what that is? That's a rum and coke or something. <laughs> right, right. You just ha- you just had that on the brain, man. I think so. I, I agree with you on that. You know, Dan. What do you think? What would if, you think of if this show was an adult beverage? It would probably be a home brew, what, like maybe like an IPA. One that has some fruity notes, but definitely still has some warts, some kinks to be worked out. Maybe three, four, five, six, seven more brews, and it'll finally be really good. (laughs) (laughs) One of those ones that you actually have to get like well into before you're like, oh yeah, I'm loving this. (laughs) One of those ones... That you really only appreciate because you made it yourself or you know the guy who made it or you're just like, this is really obscure and it hits my taste and I am all in. So Beyonders, we hope you're in that latter category. Beyond Terrestrial Brew. It's coming soon to a tea public near you. Dude, yes. Oh, dude, I could do that uh, with my ethanol church. We could brew our own. I like it. Ooh, I love it. Oh, Dan. We sell it tax-free. Next shirt. There you go. That's our next shirt, by oh, the way. Oh, nice. I love it. Do it. All right. And the last one is from Triple or 3HL, Alex. I was recommended this podcast. Oh, sorry. Awesome. I was recommended this podcast, and it was not a disappointment. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Guys, Alex. Thank you, Thank you, Alex. Thank you, everybody. That makes us feel so much better. We have been we've been asking for reviews for quite a little while now. And finally, some people came out and gave us some reviews. Um, I get it. A couple people don't like us. Um, But let's be real. Podcasts are not every like I don't like every podcast out there. So I just don't listen to that podcast. And that's the way that I see it. What do you think, Dan? You know what? It's America. You got an opinion. You can share it. It's the internet. Go for it. Go buck wild, man. But maybe you could just be like, oh, that's not for me and move on. That'd be great. I'd love that. It's okay, though. It's it's absolutely okay. We're not saying we don't want to update our feel. But if you want us to be less childish, it's not going to happen. Love you guys, but (laughs) dick and fart jokes are too easy to come by. Um, (laughs) So much, so much low hanging fruit. Lee cannot pass it There's so much. There's so much. And we're so short. Like, I'm so short. I have to get on a ladder just to get the low hanging fruit. So, like, it's not like. 
<laughs> just going to happen. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. And the misinformed thing, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. We think one way. Other people think some other way. I am not in any case trying to make fun or hurt anybody's feelers. You know what, okay. Lee? They're probably not listening, so you might as well <laughs> just put it out there. <laughs> no, guys. Um, this, who cares? We're not going to beat a dead horse. Lee, I got more news. I got big news <gasps> for May. Big news? Well, like not we got really. picked up by a... Oh, damn it. We got a $100 million contract to be a Spotify exclusive. Yeah, I thought that might be it. I thought that might be no, it. No, that wasn't us. That was some other podcast. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. Lame, though. Not not very good. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely childish and misinformed. So. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of his mom. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, so so check it out. Cease and desist letter. <laughs> uh, I found a news story here that I thought was actually pretty disturbing. It is entitled "For This Russian Messianic Cult, Coronavirus Has Been a Blessing." Coronavirus has been a blessing, eh? Yes. So this story appeared in the Moscow Times which is a publication I haven't heard of, but it's supposed to be an independent paper for Russia. It was by a journalist named Peter Sauer. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, Lee. It's spelled P-J-O-T-R. That sounds (laughs) Russian to me. Yes. So it's actually a pretty cool article about a church called the Church of the Last Testament. What was the church called again? The Church of the Last Testament. Did you get like some weird feedback in your ears just then? Yeah, for just a second. And I thought you said testicle. The Church of the Last Testicle. <laughs> the I was church... like, are we going back in time? Like... <laughs> the Church of the Last Testicle. The Church of the First Testicle. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Both of them revolve around my testicles anyway. So. Right. Jeez. You should see people fighting over which one's right and which one's left. How do you know which one's first and which one's last? Oh, uh, that basically, whichever one guesses it first. So like, So you hold them both, and then like it, whichever one tells you the correct answer first. Problem is, is you don't know what the correct answer is until after it's passed. <laughs> Guys, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the last episode where Lee revealed... His third eye that can see the future is actually a third testicle. And if you hold on to it, you can <laughs> share in his power of foresight. Oh, yes. Sorry, somebody was using my testicle to see the future. <laughs> you, were, you went like full herbal essence commercial then you were just like yes yes like is it is it that is it that good when you go into the future yeah baby Jeez. well it's pretty good man it's pretty good little toe toe curling if you you know what i mean wow wow dude so the churchly is called 
the church of the last testament testament that makes so much more sense yeah so there's about four thousand followers of this church they're spread out across 20 settlements in rural siberia i i have to imagine that those are probably like they like live in yurts um yeah some kind uh, of commune sort of thing yeah yeah exactly like i just imagine that it's quite i i don't want to use the word backward but it's quite uh hunter gatherer feel well there were some pictures in the article lee and have you ever seen the movie midsummer no but i have seen borat and that's what i imagine Ooh. um hmm well midsummer is actually about a cult in uh like rural norway or sweden or something like that and the pictures in this article had a pretty creepy vibe kind of like mennonites meet midsummer it was pretty weird that seems a little creepy actually yeah dude and, N- nothing and against people's watch- religious views but mennonites creep me out man dude watch the movie midsummer and then go read this okay. article and you're gonna be freaked out guys that's a great combo beyonders go check it out um i'm not gonna give any spoilers for the movie because it is a trip um but don't watch it with kids <laughs> uh, okay. so naturally lee you know at the beginning of this i said it was a cult and any good cult has to have a messianic enigmatic leader uh yeah yeah it's absolutely a necessary necessary thing it can't be a cult if it doesn't have a leader that um, makes it a cult. Right. So check it out. This guy is called Viserion Christ the Teacher. Viserion, not spelled like the dragon from Game of Thrones, but probably pronounced the same. V-I-S-S-A-R-I-O-N. Uh, last name Christ. And then, for some reason, they tacked on The Teacher with a capital T for Teacher. It wasn't enough that that you got the last name Christ? You had to tack on a little The Teacher right there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like The Third or, like, Doctor. It's just absolutely (laughs) necessary. Once you get that title of The Teacher in Russia, that's, that's like, their level of doctorate, right? Right. So what was Jesus Christ? Was he Jesus Christ the Savior? Well, I mean, no, not in Russia. No, he he didn't work and 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 accumulate academically the same way this um, Viserion did. So no, Jesus Christ did not get the teacher or the Savior title because that's an academic title in Russia. You are I've done so, the research. You You'll are just have so to. you are so talking out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so Viserion, oh, man. Viserion, this is so childish. Lee, what are we doing? So and misinformed. You've just misinformed the entire populace. Um, so Viserion, well check all the boxes. Yeah, he thinks he is uh, naturally the reincarnation of Jesus. He used to be a cop of all things. And he started this little religion in the early 90s after the fall of the USSR. So, 
Now he's got 4,000 followers, 20 different communes. The largest settlement is named the Abode of Dawn. And it houses about 3,000, three, or excuse me, 300 of his devoted followers. The Viserionite rituals involve prolonged physical contact. And they've had a big boost in their recruitment during this pandemic. Uh, why? So, <laughs> that's a very good question, Lee. <laughs> um, a lot of... Cult, right to it. Yeah, they interviewed a cult <laughs> expert in the article, and he believes that the coronavirus and all the uncertainty around it and the fear has created an environment that actually boosts interest in fringe beliefs, especially ones that offer hope or protection or answers in these uncertain times. Okay. All right. Hmm. And I'm, I, I'm can not, we go back to the pro prolonged, prolonged touching. Uh -huh. Like how, like, is it like soaking? You know what soaking is? is it like soaking? <laughs> yeah. Or is it something else? <laughs> yes, Lee, I know what soaking is. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Um, but that it just says prolonged physical contact in the article. So not, we're not 100% certain. But you would think prolonged physical contact during a pandemic might not be the best thing. Well, since they're so far out in the BFE Siberia, no one has brought the coronavirus to their communities. And honestly, the officials out there probably don't care. So they just let them do what they're going to do. Yeah, that makes some sense. And you know what? I, if I was even in the area, I probably wouldn't go for long enough to be exposed to anything or expose them to anything myself it would be like those times when uh when i used to like go to the nearest like mennonite camp or or something like that or, or i guess town i don't know what they call that those like little farm anyway it's always creepy like you go in you like drive through and you're, you're like oh, okay and then you leave yeah well, here's, here's a quote from the article, Lee. So we know their rituals involve contact. We know their way out there. Well, you know, it's a little bit weird. The group's core belief is a desire to live in self-sufficient harmony with nature while adhering to traditional gender norms. It rejects most modern technology, alcohol, and predicts worldwide disaster in the near future. Maybe they're right. You know what is actually kind of crazy? Russians who don't drink? I've never heard of that. I thought that was... I. I that's I like a unicorn. Like to, yeah, I thought <laughs> that that was like given to them like as babies. Like it was just mixed in with their formula. Yeah. Like a little, little formula, little distilled water, little shot of vodka. There you go. I, little Ivan. Mm-hmm. Yvonne. That's awesome. That that really is awesome. Well, Lee, <laughs> you know, you had mentioned uh, soaking. You see, during this coronavirus pandemic, the police shut down their investigation 
at Abode of Dawn, the church's main settlement, you see back in February, some allegations were made about sexual misconduct at that settlement. So, yeah. I, I think that that's a given. Like, if it's a cult, there's sexual misconduct. Like, is that... <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, it's weird, man. It's weird. You know, so this checks a lot of pretty freaky cult boxes. But they had interviews with people who seemed like they should be rational. Uh, ex-professors, people who lived in the United States and all over the world who were like, yeah, we want to go live here. It looks like a really cool thing. People who had seen articles about this weird cult and how the leader believes he's the reincarnation of Christ, who later on were like, you know what? I'm going to head out there. These people are just so in tune with nature. That's the way to live. I I think it's part of the... um... I've noticed like three ways of things going about uh, in modern like TV or modern like conspiracy theory. There's there's the government's out to get you. There's the living off the grid people. There's the um, there's the alien conspiracy. And I think it's all wrapped into one thing. It's all fear of being controlled by the government. Um, and I agree. It's something to fear in many ways. And uh, kind of feels like these people have rejected that whole thing. And if there was any group of people that had as little as possible to do with modern society and modern ways of controlling people, it would be them. Them and the um, them and the uh, what is the what are those people called? They make uh, cedar things by hand. They're the not Amish. Mennonites. The The Amish. Amish. Yeah, the Mm. Amish. Well, you see, the difference is the Amish have been at it for a long time. These guys started up in the 90s after the Iron Curtain came down. Well, there's probably a lot more control back of religious views during the uh, Soviet Union, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, no, there was no religion, wasn't there? Yeah, there, there was no official state religion. They endorsed atheism. I believe the Russian church, the Russian Orthodox church was still operating, but not uh, out in the open or I'm, I'm not 100% what the rules were during that time. But in the chaotic years that followed the collapse of the Soviet Union, it gave rise to figures like Viserion Christ, who uh, were able to start up their own thing and go out in the BFE and do whatever they wanted. A solid name. I, I mean, if he was like, you know, like three hundred years sooner, like he could have possibly been a warlord. Like, I, it's a solid one. <laughs> yeah. So, but guys, um, if you're like looking at Corona memes, like nature is healing itself and all that sort of stuff, and you get in your head that you want to live a self-sufficient lifestyle, you know what? More power to you. But maybe joining a cult, not the best way to go about that. Just I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, cults are bad. They usually end poorly. Very poorly. 
generally speaking, yeah, there's not a lot of cults that really take off and are like super cool and awesome and everyone's really happy about how things go. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. We'll be right back after this quick break. Are you a fan of movies? Or comics? Or video games? Or just anything else nerdy? Well, you should check out the Zing Zing This This Podcast. Podcast. And that's spelled Z-E-N-G. This. And we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies. As well as video game discussions. Mm Mm-hmm. Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing, Zing this. this. That's the wrap-up of May News. Lee, what else have we got going on? We've got reviews. We had a lot of great interactions with our fans on Facebook. We finished up our May comment contest. We got some prizes out to Jamie Hansen. Shout out to Jamie who won our comment contest. She's out in Utah. Jamie. Right there. She's actually pretty close to the Skinwalker Ranch, so props to her. Nice. We are getting ready to wind down our current season, and that means that we've got about another month, and after that month is over, we're going to be dark, well, roughly dark for a few weeks. Um, Dan, how long is that going to be? How long were we talking again? We're just going to take off a couple months during the dog days of summer. Uh, I've got a vacation coming up in July. I just moved down to the south, and I don't know if I can take this August heat and be working, so I'm just going to be inside and kicking my feet up in the air conditioner, man. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it as well, taking a few day, few weeks off. Uh, but we've still got four episodes, five episodes before the end of this year, this season. Yeah, I think there's five Tuesdays in June, so you guys get a little yeah. bonus before we go off. Exactly. And we're going to go out, when we come back, that should be roughly September. And when we come back, we're going to have some mild changes to our format. And it's exciting to see what's coming as we plan it. Not going to give away too many spoilers, but there's a lot of fun to come. Yes, we are going to be going back we're going to be going forward we're going to be going to the side we're going to shake we're going to shimmy we're going to roll we're going to dodge we're going to dip duck dive and dodge we are going to dip duck dive and dodge pretty sure that was an accurate quote of dodgeball dip duck dive dodge dot there's definitely some dodges in there we are dodges Guys, we're going to be throwing a lot at the wall, and we're going to see what sticks. We've got a lot of ideas for next season, and if things come together, who knows? Could be pretty interesting. I think you guys are going to want to stay tuned. Absolutely. Everybody, it's been real. It's been fun. Hasn't been real fun, but it definitely has been childish and misinformed. Everybody... Don't forget to keep your eyes out there. It's beyond terrestrial.
Thank you for listening to Beyond Terrestrial Podcast. You can check us out on Apple Pod, Google Play, and other major podcast platforms. And if you want to keep up with the show goings on, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Beyond T Pod. That's Beyond the Letter T Pod. And as always, you can get all of that information as well as show notes and episodes as they come out on BeyondTerrestrial.com. That's right, we got the .com. And if you want to help out the show, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or a like and a review wherever you listen to Beyond Terrestrial. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.